basketball is 98% mental. It's 2% water. And it's 5% talent. That is the game of basketball. And tonight, we didn't bring the 98% mental that it takes to win these games. Our big three, they barely even got off the bus. We weren't making shots. We were throwing sloppy passes. We were giving them turnovers like it was charity. Tonight we saw a first for Freeman and Friends. We saw Yamo miss his first three of the game. We don't normally see that. Sometimes he'll make the first one and make a bunch after. Sometimes he'll make the first one and make no more after. But he almost always makes the first one. I think it was the aroma in the air. That weird Marion water stench stunk throughout the arena. And it kind of threw Yamo off. Yeah. But luckily, Maverick Burger is adapted to the stench of the water since he lives close to Marion. Us at Xavier, we're a first-half team. We give it all we got in the first half, and we hope it's enough to ride out in the second half. And it almost never is enough. Like I say always, for every good quarter we have, two bad quarters are coming. So tonight we had two good quarters, so that means we probably have at least one more bad quarter to carry over to the next game. Hopefully that's not the case. Um, a couple guys that we saw show out, especially in the first half, was Brody and Mav. Uh, they hit a couple nice threes. We saw a couple nice passes from Brody. And uh, Mav, he had, a, he had a, a streak where he got hot, hit two threes and a, and a jumper. And he puts the lead up to four at one point. And it's it's just guys like that that make these games close. But it wasn't enough tonight. If you just get a little bit more production from Yamo and the Joes, we win that game. But they couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat today. All three of them. Yeah. That's a quote from Brad Lemker. He learned that from a coach when he was at a camp down in Georgia. And it's always stuck with him. And another quote we had for the game was, even though we lost, we played hard. And the quote is, cheaters never win. And that's a quote from Miss Scholl. So, you know what, Linmar, I thought we played a good game considering Linmar had eight and we were only on, had five. So it was an eight on five scenario. I mean, they had the, the three refs were obviously on the payroll there at Linmar. They were in cahoots together. Yeah. Coach G knew that coming into the game, but it just we we couldn't we couldn't make the shots fall. We played pretty darn good though, considering it was eight on five. As the late great Nate Royer would say, that's a lot of home cooking. That is something he would say. I wish he was still here to do this podcast with us. But maybe someday we'll get to do a podcast up in the clouds with him. Yeah. It's so another person we saw who had some heart in this game was Michael Lorraine Cunningham, or MLC as we might start calling him. Uh, we see this weird ginger guy on their team. We're going to call him Brody Chuck because he looked like a combination of Brody and Chuck. Um, he didn't really look like he had a clue what was going on, so when the ball's rolling out of bounds, MLC knows he's not going to get to it, but he tries to push Brody Chuck into it, 
to get the ball on their on to, on our side. It didn't end up working out, but we but we noticed it and we needed to comment on it. It, it just how he was raised. His sisters would always be pushing him around on the nerf hoop, making him hit the ground. He'd start crying. I saw this recently, probably about a couple weeks ago. It's good to see that's transitioning to the court. As Michael's uncle Chad always said, Michael, get up. Stop letting your scissors beat you up. You're an embarrassment to the family. And that's something that Michael has taken on as something he lives by in all the sports he plays. And it's something that he definitely attributed to this game. And we, we noticed that he, he, was, he was playing extra well when he saw his uncle Chad up in the stands. I'm sick of Thomas... Grubby Sundell bringing the wrong jersey. I get it happening once, maybe. But you can't be wearing your sister's jersey around. You can't be wearing it every game, Thomas. She's got games to play, too. And you know what they say. Why don't we just chuck it up to a one-on-one? If your sister can beat you in a one-on-one, you sure as hell don't deserve her jersey. Yeah, it's just embarrassing. Why aren't we... Working on interior defense. It burns us every game when they have a guy that can score somewhat in the interior. Either we're fouling them or we are just straight up just giving up the two. By working on it, Davis, do you mean trying to get some? Because right now we don't have any. So we got to get some before we can work on it. (laughs) I know Coach Pino used to play in the ABA. He used to play for the Kentucky Colonels. He preaches interior defense is where the whole game starts at. If you can't have any of it, there is no game at all, like there was tonight. It was no contest in the second half when we couldn't stop them. Another criticism we have, this is to Aiden Ryan McDermott. Derm, if you're open, shoot the ball. You don't have to live by the grubbier Michael standards. You can make, so you need to be shooting. There's a couple instances, more than one, a handful of instances, where you were wide open had two seconds to let a three ball go, and you just weren't doing it. We, we expect you to be able to throw this team up on your back and carry us through the playoffs, Derm. And that, that starts here. We need to see this against our rivals. I don't understand why he doesn't have the confidence to throw it up there. I take Derm with no hands throwing it up there at the rim over Michael Lorraine Cunningham. Yeah. I think Aiden McDermott could have a better chance doing a coast-to-coast fast break and making a layup on the left side only by dribbling the ball with his forehead than Michael and Grubby could do with both of them. I think he needs to pull some tricks out of his father's playbook. Maybe throw on some um, eye black, right? He was wearing eye black in yeah. the MVC. Aiden Wear Ryan, some eye black. Ryan McDermott was the first player in the MVC to ever wear eye black during a basketball game, and nobody's done it since. And I also know that Ryan McDermott used to wear sweatpants instead of shorts to make sure he'd get a good sweat in while he's playing. The only time he ever didn't wear sweatpants was in the state championship because he already wore it in every other game. That game was going to be the easiest one of the year. Because he was in such good shape because he threw the sweats on. He'd also sometimes wear a sweat shirt under his jersey. Yes, he did. And Ryan McDermott led... Hampton High, New Hampton High, sorry, to three consecutive state championships and was the MVP of the MVC all three of those years. 
he was an extraordinary player for high school basketball and paved many paths for the sport today. It was it just he a was legacy. quite the player to see. A legacy. Um with how good we were shooting from the three point range tonight, I don't think we'd beat the Albernet freshman team. No. There's no chance. I don't think we'd beat the Albernet girls freshman team. I mean, Maverick Burger can only hold the team on his back for so long. And then he's gonna start getting knee problems. It it happens. I don't think we'd even beat the Sisters of the Blind. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. And now on to your favorite segment. Tonight's Hit the Road, Jack. Players of the game goes to Joe. Which Joe? You decide. You decide. You choose which Joe you want to give this to. This is a... Create your own adventure book. You, you, whatever one you want to give it to, you give it to. Both played bad. But also, GG, you need to put a stat in the stat book. Tonight, GG stats. Zero points. Zero rebounds. Zero assists. Zero steals. Zero, 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 zero. Do we win games with zeros? No. We win games with... Ones, twos, and threes. Do better, GG. The absence of Justin Buttsudge Valento really was wrecked tonight with the way we were shooting. Yeah. He just, in warm ups, he just says, guys, it's as easy as one, two, three, and then he sinks a three ball. I don't see why it was so hard without him tonight. Justin, if you're listening to this, be ready to show up tomorrow. Wednesday, February 16th, we're doing a three-minute three competition against you against MLC, Michael Lorraine Cunningham. Hopefully you can be there. But tonight's General Mills player of the game goes to Joseph Lemker. Congratulations, Joseph. Anything else you want to add on tonight's episode, Davis? We need to finish strong against Wallert, put some more oil on the rust to try and eliminate it. And we need to go in strong versus Benton Bobcats. And Maverick Burger, if you have to live your, the rest of your life with back problems, we won't be surprised. Because if this team wants anything to do in this year's state tournament, you're going to be a big reason. You're going to have to carry the team to the well. Hopefully Aid McDermott can help you out a bit too by carrying some of the weight. But we don't know. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Drive safe.